we've talked before about spiritual warfare and at least it left me with even more questions than before on a topic that frankly I've always found a little boring. <laughs> She's it's honest. Just, it's not interesting and it's it's not something I didn't understand all of. I mean I'm, there were lots of things I didn't understand but the general concept I got I just didn't it's not that I didn't feel that it didn't apply to me I just felt like it wasn't something that I needed to focus any more discussion on. However, that still leaves a lot of questions and a lot of people that say, well, is it something that I have to deal with in my life at all as a Christian? And the short answer is, well, yes, if you're a Christian, yes, you will have to deal with it. It's not only for certain people who are called to that, although there are those people mm -hmm. who would be called, you know, as an intercessor or spiritual warfare. But is it something that we regular people have to deal with? And the short answer is yes, but the long answer I'm going to defer to you because. <laughs> How about if I throw the long I'm a short answer, answer out kind of and person. come right back into the short answer with the long answer? Yes, people like intercessors, people like your grandfather who had uh, literally began to cast out demons from people, not on purpose, but because he came up against it. Mm -hmm. And God sovereignly gave him an anointing to do certain things. Intercessors to me have a sovereign anointing to hear from God. And, and, and Jordan laughed at me about this, but I'm gonna say it my way. You know, when we look at the Star Wars and we see Han Solo in what I call the Han Solo-mobile going Bruh! So, but see, you think of that as warfare. There's guns ablazing. there's a blast yeah. here, there's sparks battle. there, and that's a battle. And sometimes intercessors are those kind of people that are in a battle. Right. Sometimes your grandfather was the kind of person put in that kind of warfare. And that's not something that I see myself doing right. regularly. Because that's really not your calling. Yeah. However, I was listening to, you know, 2 Corinthians talks about the battle of warfare. You know, uh, we don't wrestle flesh and blood, powers and principalities. To me, that pew, pew, pew. Rulers of darkness, that's the hierarchy of pew, 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 spiritual warfare. And then it goes down into very, very, very different. Casting down imaginations and every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and you personally, as an individual, bringing into captivity every thought that is in rebellion to the obedience of Christ. I looked that up in NIV and it was interesting because it said this, anything in a sense that's coming against you, anything that is a warfare against you, anything that comes to disrupt your peace. Well, that's a little bit more personal, Jordan. Yeah, and a little bit more relatable, I think. Yes. Because sometimes you think about uh, the the wild part of all these things, uh, you know, the spiritual warfare, the battles, is it's like, okay, you know, it's there. I know it's there, but it's not really something that, I deal with on a daily basis at least I would say it like that but thoughts well sure I, I have thoughts constantly I, yes. I'm dealing with those things every moment that I'm awake and also when I'm asleep I mean every moment that I'm breathing I have thoughts are they speaking positively are they speaking negatively are they speaking godly things are they not that's something yeah. that's very relatable it actually in NIV it says to demolish God uh, for godly power to demolish strongholds godly power to demolish strongholds so what's a stronghold anything question. that has a hold on you that takes you away from your peace what if your boyfriend breaks up and you cannot get past that jordan that's a stronghold what if you think you're not good enough oh my goodness in today's society that is sure. a stronghold i have a poor self-image i'm too tall i'm too short jordan's really tall and i am so really not tall and if I based all my value 
on being really tall, every time I walked next to my daughter, I would have to recalculate my self-worth because she really is really tall and I really am not tall at all. My husband's very tall. So every time I would walk past someone really tall, my whole self-worth or self-value would have to be recalculated. And if that was a thing in my mind that is solidly locked in there, that could become a stronghold where the devil could use it. You're too short. You can't do that. You're too old. You can't speak right. You can't say your words plainly. You can't this. You can't that. And all of a sudden, I was listening to a blogger, which was really funny because I love this girl, and I actually had the privilege of meeting her, and I thought she was darling. And as I sat, and I, and I, I mean, to me, she was just darling. And she was making a comment on her Instagram feed, and she said, I just want to show you, she said, I don't want to dwell on this, but I just want to show you some of the things I battle with direct messaging, and I've never heard things quite so vile. And how mean people can be. And they sit behind their computer screen and hiding behind that's some fake okay name okay for you to lash out at someone else that's a conversation for another day but no I, that's actually spiritual geez, warfare louise the things that people say because the vile spirit behind the meanness of what they said came to pierce her spirit to wound her soul your soul is your mind will and emotions i don't care how spiritual you are i don't care how cute you are i don't care how tall you are when you have someone say those vile words against you they carry a spiritual warfare power to come and the bible actually calls it poisoned tipped words and you know when we think about that it's actually ephesians 6 the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god and then you go and it says the dip in that second corinthians and then you go to ephesians 6 you put on as your warfare, the armor. the armor of God. Well, your brain can think of clinking around or clanking around, I don't even know what the word is, yeah. you know, in this giant armor. But if you break it down, it actually is the helmet of its salvation, its peace, its faith. It's a shield to protect you from poison-tipped words. So when Satan comes with that direct message thing, with this vile, horrible, poison-tipped words, I mean, they, they, com they commented on her, the way she talked. I mean, this girl's gorgeous. I mean, I saw her in the store barefoot with no makeup, and this girl is like, oh, my word. I mean, she kind of, yeah. like, takes your breath away, and, and she's precious, which makes it even more yeah. of an attack, as sweet as she can be. And for what I understand, a Christian, wow, more arrows coming at her. So when you look at that, you are going to be a target for poison-tipped words. And that shield of faith is simply God putting up that shield saying, no, no, you have a Bible right to say, stop, devil, I don't receive it. That's spiritual warfare. And so what you do, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians, is bring into captivity every thought. Jordan, my thoughts can run away with me. In fact, my kids tease me, Mom, you're going to the bad place. It's easy to think the bad place. So how do you stop that from happening when those thoughts are coming against you or when people are saying horrible things about you, things that may or may not be true? Sometimes the worst part about it is sometimes the things they say you've thought about yourself before. And like that little things that you don't like about yourself or you wish you could change and someone else points that out. Oh, geez, just kick you when you're down. Yeah, and then the thoughts start, what is it? Yeah, so Everything you, begins with a thought. It's like a, it's just snowballs, and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it, then it becomes a real thing. How do you stop that from happening? It's the Han Solo mobile, because, <laughs> no, it really is. I'm not <laughs> You didn't say mobile, though. You said some <laughs> other word that was worse, like, like, like train or something that was I don't like, know. It's mom. I I, I, I'm it's older. It's bothering me that I can't remember what word you used, because when it's something that was like. When she remembers it, it's going to be bad. Yeah, it was something that was. 
but it what is ridiculous. It, what does it say those weapons are? His might his arsenal, okay? Mm -hmm. Might have been a pew and push a button and rocket fire and power and his mobile. That was his arsenal. Our arsenal is that we can take what we hear into our thoughts, which is carnal, fleshly, and of the way we're made in the flesh. And it says, here's the cool part, bringing them into captivity to not our thinking, not our believing, not our self-worth, not how terribly wounded we are. Listen, most people, if you're breathing, you're gonna get wounded. So if you bring it into that, into the flesh, it's already not working. But it says bringing them into the obedience of Christ. Oh, well, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. My God says he'll supply all my needs. So the moment those thoughts come crashing. Listen, I once read, I once read an article, and I didn't realize I was reading about myself. And it was so bad, and I was reading, I'm going, wow, wow, oh, my word. And then I realized, oh, my word, they're talking about moi. It was about me. It was so bad, I didn't even recognize myself. And I had to do something about those thoughts or they were going to eat me up, I guarantee yeah. you. And instead, I said, in the name of Jesus, I am of God. You are of God, little children. Greater is he who's in me from the inside out. You have to start operating, Jordan, from the inside out. What does Jesus say about me? What does his word say about me? That's why it's important to hide God's word in our heart. When you know God's word and those bombarding things come against you, all of those weapons come pew, 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 against you. That rocket fire comes against you. And you're tempted to give in to, I bet it's really true what they say, when it's yeah, not. Sure. You bring it into the captivity of the word of God. God's word is not to make you captive. God's word is right. to set you free so that you can destroy the works of the devil. But if you don't have those things in your heart, when the battle comes at you before you're ready for it can you think about it quick as a wink can you remember those things if I it's can't. not familiar to you if it's not something that you've you've read or you've professed or you've written over and over and over can you pull them out in a flash I know I can't unless it's something that I just know the brain, because I've read Jordan? it a thousand times so I know yes. it so then I'm ready for it but if you don't do that can you pull them out that fast I don't think Most so because, can't. Jordan, your brain is such a powerful thing. Your learning capacity, your believing system is so powerful. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. I mean, if they said if you ever sold your parts individually and broke it all down, you'd be worth billions, right? Because each part is so intricate and beautiful. Right. But the brain, our brain is so amazing. And it can be amazing for us. And, Jordan, it can be amazing against us. So when those things of the flesh, of the natural, of the world come from the outside in, you'd better be prepared to understand living from the inside out. It's so important, even if you just start with, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. If you start with one thing, and if you learn it and memorize it and go over it 50 times, then ready. something comes against you, you've got a weapon in your arsenal. I don't believe we can fight it in the flesh. I do not believe that one bit. You know how they say fight fire with fire? I believe when spiritual warfare comes to pierce your soul and to wound the very spirit man that God gave you, you can only combat it with bringing it captive into the obedience of the word of God. It says in the obedience of Christ, but Jesus was the word clothed in flesh. Yeah. So you bring it into what does the word say about me, Jordan? Not about the universe that Han Solo's out saving. What does it say about me? It says that I'm okay. It says that Jesus can heal me. It says that Jesus can make me whole. It says Jesus can refresh my mind. He can, and look, maybe everything they're saying about you is true. 
Well, the good news is, okie dokie, God came to forgive you and wash it clean as far as the east is from the west. He separates you from your sin. Literally, he said he buries it in the deepest depths of the sea. So really, if you try and bring it up to God, God says, I don't remember any of that. You're so fearfully and wonderfully made. And if you just say simple words like, Jesus, forgive me, it's wiped away. That's spiritual warfare. And when Satan comes to remind you of that lie, oh, no, Satan, that person, that person's gone. Jesus made me new. And honestly, Jordan, it is that simple if we know the word of God. And reminding the devil of what the Bible says about you, reminding yourself of what the Bible says about you is just as simple as pulling out it's it's as if the devil's shooting the arrows at you and you're pulling out an arrow from your own quiver and you're shooting it right back because that's that's what you're doing i mean you're not you don't go into a war unprepared without weapons when someone's firing cannons at you what do you do you come in with an armor you come in with your weapons you come yes. in prepared and that's exactly what you're doing when you're taking your thoughts kept captive and you're saying that's not what God said about me. That's not what the Bible said about me. Jesus came for me because he loved me that's and sacrificed <laughs> himself for me. And you're just shooting one more arrow, arrow, arrow right yes. back. And that's the only way to win those battles. And the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Do you remember we watched the movie Wonder Woman? Yes. And do you remember what she did when the arrows came against her? Well, I've been doing that. Not today, devil. Not me, devil. And it may sound simple, but because I said, in the name of Jesus, not today, devil, I blasted back with weapons that are more powerful than anything the devil has, sharper than any two-edged sword. Any sword the devil throws at you, this not me, devil, in the name of Jesus, is sharper than any pew, 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 pew. It is the sharpest known to man because it is not just known to man, it's known to God. And I tell you, stand up, square up, and say, not today that it's that simple because that's how we say no as long as you say yes psst, they're gonna keep coming yeah but as long as you say no I'm telling you Jordan that is spiritual warfare personally from the inside out but you can't say no if you don't know what the Bible says about you and you can't put on your own armor if you're unprepared and you can't fire those arrows back when they come flying at you if you don't know that it's the devil speaking negative things into your ear and speaking terrible things about you because that's not the voice of God and you have to know the difference. And I think that's a big key is that you need to know that you have to stand up and fight back and put on your armor and be prepared for those things. Go online and search I am according to the Bible. There's this whole list. Oh yeah. I'm a of child of God. I'm a daughter of the King. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Hey, if that's all you start with, print it. Hold the card up and say, Satan, I'm going to read to you. I am. Yeah. Read who you are. And just, you know what? It's, it's like Cliff Notes. It's kind of paraphrased. It's short, sweet, but it's powerful. Start with that and then build on it. Yeah, because those arrows will come flying at you whether you're ready or not. So you better be ready for them. Hold up your card. And know what the Bible says about you and know what Jesus says about you so that you're ready to fire back when those arrows come your way. I hope that's cleared up some questions about spiritual warfare. Does it apply to you? Yes. Can you fight back? Yes. Are your weapons strong enough to defeat the devil? Yes. Which is a lot of good yeses. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Pass this on to someone if they're dealing with something or even if it's just negative about themselves. Negative about themselves is Satan whispering lies into their ear. So send this to them and remind them that they can stand up and fight back with what God has already done for them and given to them. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link in the description for your free download. As always, you can find additional teaching and resources from Richard and Lindsay Roberts and request prayer at oralroberts.com.